Okay, Rabbi Sai. Shtickle in Parsha's boy. Parsha's boy is, is Lemaisa full, full, full of so many different inyonim. Inyonim that we, uh, I'm not gonna talk about now, but some incredible inyonim on the Parsha. I wanna specify one specific thing, which I think talks to me, talks to the Olam, and should talk to people in general. All the way at the end of the Parsha. After all the makas and we've got over here by Mafte. Perikud Gimel Posakudalit. Vahoya Kiish Olcha Bincha. Your son is going to ask you, Machar Tamar Lamar saying, Ma Zois, what is this? Vahomarta e love. You should respond to him. You should answer him. Bahizik Yad Hutsiyanu Hashem Mitzraimi Baisabodim. The Rabbi Shalaylam took us out of Mitzrayim with a very strong hand, with incredible power. Now, this postage over here is something very, very important. It tells us two things. The first thing it tells us is the idea of transmitting the Messiah of what we have to the next generation, to our children. And that is a vital part of Yiddishkeit. So much so that the Chinuch brings in the beginning of the Akdama, in his introduction to the Chinuch, the Chinuch talks about the idea of how we have to understand, if we contemplate for a moment, that we have the Yiddishkeit from our parents, who got it from their parents, who got it from their parents, who got it from their parents, and it continues in a chain, all the way back to Har Sinai, to Yitzhiya Masrayim, they saw Kaviyochel, the Rabbi Nishalayim, and that is the Yiddishkeit that we have. And that is what we received from our parents, and that is what we have to give over to our children, so that they can give it to their children, who can give it to their children. So that is one Yisoyed in Chinuch that we learn from this Posuk. Such an important idea, the idea of transmitting what we have in Yiddishkeit to others, and just to mention on a small note, by the way, my Rosh Hashiva, Reb Chaim Pilchah Sheinberg Zatzal, used to say the following line, many times I heard this from him, he used to say that Torah is not B'Yerusha, but Avasat Torah is yet B'Yerusha. That means, as much as you learn, that will not automatically be inherited by your children. You can learn Shas, Gemara, Rishonim, Achronim, Poskim, Shulchanoruch, Medrash, everything. Your child is not going to be born with that information just because he comes from you, right? Zukhav Shainberg Zatzal, Torah is not B'Yerusha, but Avasat Torah, the love of Torah, that is Birusha. Meaning, Rabbi Sai, when you love Torah, when you love Yiddishkeit, when you love Shabbos, when you love Davening, when you love everything that Yiddishkeit has to offer, and you've ingrained that within yourself, that is when you're going to give it over and transmit it to the next generation. But if you haven't done that, and Rabbi Sai, right now is the time to do that. If you have not implanted within you and ingrained within you to some level, of course, we can always get better and make it better and greater as time goes on. But to a small level, have the realization that that's what we're here to do. To implant within us the gishmak of Yiddishkeit, the gishmak of Shabbos, the gishmak of Adavaning, the gishmak of having a moon in Hashem. Then you know what happens? That gets transmitted to the next generation. And then, when we want our children to have it, that's what they'll get. Because by the way, if your children don't have an ava, a love of Yiddishkeit and of Torah and of Davening and of Shabbos, they're going to have a love of something else. And that something else is probably going to be dangerous. 
So how crucial this is for ourselves. You know, I, as you know, I sometimes, I sometimes accept speaking engagements and I sometimes don't. Um, somebody actually asked me this week if I can go to America next Shabbos and speak uh, for an incredible organization. I know the organization. I know the person. It's an amazing organization what they do. And he asked me, you know, all expenses paid, whatever you need, come over for Shabbos, go back. I said, I'm really sorry. Yeshiva. I can't. I have Yeshiva. I have to be with the boys. Yes, there are times that I do go. Yes, there are times that I do. But I try to, you know, limit them as much as I can. But the point is that sometimes they ask me to speak about in Yonim of, you know, whether it's Chizuk and Chinuch and all these things. I really believe that Chinuch begins with us, in ourselves, way before we have our children. Way before we have our children. Right? So sometimes, you know, I was discussing with the Olam, should we give Shurim on Chinuch? And someone's like, what? <laughs> Let's talk about marriage. Let's talk about... But we don't realize that Chinuch starts now. Why? Because you cannot and should not, under any circumstances, have the following motto. Do as I say, but not as I do. Right? There are many parents, unfortunately, that have that motto. Do as I say, but not as I do. Here's the following story. This is a true story. A son was having a heart-to-heart talk with his son that was about to become bar mitzvah. I heard this from the person. He was having a schmooze, you know, becoming bar mitzvah. You're going to put on tefillin. You're going to be um, doing mitzvahs now that it's real. Right now you're real. Kabbal, old Torah mitzvahs. This is it. So he gives him a whole shmooze. And he, one of the points of the shmooze was talking and davening. And he said to him, you're bar mitzvah now. It's important. You know, now that you're bar mitzvah, not to talk in davening. Davening is very chosher. The Beis HaKinah says, you know, when you talk, you're ruining people's tefillahs. You're damaging the shul. You know, all these sorts of things. You're bar mitzvah now. You need to stop talking. The son, who's, you know, almost bar mitzvah, turns to his father and says, Dad, when are you going to be bar mitzvah? Right? Uh, unbelievable thing. Why? Because many parents, unfortunately, have this idea of, listen, I'm going to tell you what to do. I don't do it. That's wrong, right? Which means the only real way to mechanech our children is by us working on ourselves now. And therefore, this idea of we want to transmit to the next generation the gishmak that we have, we got to have it, right? We got to have it. And if we don't, let's work on it right now. Let's work on it right now. Because if not, as I said, the child is going to have a love for something else and that something else is going to be dangerous, potentially. That's point number one that I want to mention. Point number two is also something very interesting. Because Rashi says, on this history, your son's going to ask you, Mazois, what is this? And you're going to answer him what we just said. Says Rashi, Zetinoik Tipish, this is the fool of a child. Sheinu Yedei Lahamik Sheilosik doesn't know how to express and go into the depths of his question. So he just asks a general question. What is this? What's going on over here? He doesn't really understand what's going on. So he just says, ah, what's going on? He's a tippish, he's a fool. Now we know this from another posik in Devarim, Perik Vob Posachov, where the child says, Ma edus mishpatim. And that is the Sha'ila, that's the question of the Chacham. So we have in this week's parasha the question of the tippish, of the fool. And we have in Devarim the question of the Chacham. And as we know, Chazal tell us, we say this every year, in Seydanai on Pesach, Dibra Torah Keneged Arba Bonim. The Torah is talking specifically to the four types of children. To the Tom, to the Rosh, of the De Elishal, Vashayim. Dera Chachma, okay? That means, we have a very important thing over here. 
A very important idea we have to remember. The Torah is specifically talking to the different types of children. That means like this. The Torah is for everyone. There is no one person that the Torah is not for. The Torah is for everyone. And the Torah has a different language for every child. Because every child needs to hear a different language. Every child needs to hear a different tone of voice, a different way of speech. And that's the Torah teaching us this incredible lesson for ourselves and for our children in Mitzvah Hashem that are going to come soon. Because we have to realize this idea that no one person is alike. Everyone is different. And what works for one person doesn't work for another person. And the realization, and the moment we realize this, we become proper parents. We become parents that are really being mechanach our children. Because too often, parents are trying to mechanach their children for what they want. And that's unfortunately the Mitzis in many, many cases, that parents are looking for what they want. How many times have I heard from a child that my parents don't know what I'm looking for in a shidduch, I need to look myself. I've heard this so many times. How can it be that you have a parent who doesn't understand their child's needs and the child achaps that he gets it and he says, I need to find my own shidduch. So much so that I have to be busy sometimes, which I don't mind and it's a wonderful thing in finding out information about girls. I did it two days ago for someone because the parents don't understand their children because the parents are looking for what they want. I want a shidduch for what's going to look good for our family, what's going to look for our yichos, what's going to look good for our community. Everyone's going to say, wow, you made a shidduch with him. Woo, he did well. Every parent's looking forward to coming to shul and say, guess who I made a shidduch? You imagine you make a shidduch with someone that like nobody knows, nobody cares about, whatever, and you walk into shul and they're like, no, who's the other side? Who's the machut on him? And you're mumbling. Huh, who? I don't want to say it. Because I'd be like, really? Is everything Okay. Like, like, what, what's wrong with your daughter that you had to settle for that guy? Or the other way around. Right? And people are so self-conscious about themselves. And we're all conscious about ourselves. That's fine. We're human beings. But the realization that everyone's different and everyone needs a different mahalach is so important. And that's what the Torah is teaching us in this week's parasha. This is it, Rabbi say. Here's the makar. We've heard that a million times. This is where it is. To be mechanach a child, I'll be darkoi. What he needs, not what you want, not what you're looking for, not what's going to make you look good, but what the child needs. And by the way, I, you could say like, do we need to hear this now? Like give us shinah classes and then give us shinah classes. But you know why you need to hear this? Because your interactions and your relationships with others now affect that also. Because you also have roommates. And you have parents, and you have siblings, and you have, you know, friends, and you have relations, and you have all sorts of people, workers, employees, all sorts of people. How you relate to them, and the realization that they're different, and how to speak to them is also an art, by the way. Also not simple, right? I'm sure you're all familiar. You guys have different roommates. Not every roommate of yours could take the same tone of voice, or could take the same joke, or could take the same set of instructions. Everyone's different. We're all different. And you know something? There's a purpose that we're different. The purpose of the Chovis Halavavis and Shara Bechina is so that we see the Rabbi Shalom's godless in the world. Everyone's different. But this realization is what makes everything, it makes everything change. When we realize so well that every child requires their own personal set of rules, their own personal set of love and warmth, whatever they need specifically for them, that's where it comes from. 
And that's what we have to realize in this case, how important it is for a person to have the differences that we have in all the different people and the different children that we have to realize that that, that Yisoyit is something very, very important. You know, Reb Zisha, this week was the Heilige Yudzad, the Heilige Reb Zisha, and Reb Zisha once said over the following, he said, you know, when I get to Shamayim, they're not going to ask me, why were you not like Abraham Avinu? Why were you not like Yitzchak? Moshe Rabbeinu, Aaron, Dovina, Melech, the Heilige Bol Shem You know why? Because that's not you. That's not your purpose. They're going to ask me, is it Reb Zisha? Why wasn't I Reb Zisha? Why didn't I make more of myself? Why didn't I have the realization who I was and what I can accomplish? You know, we're all familiar as well with Rav Naftali Amsterdam. It's pulled down in the Sefer Chochmah Musa from Rabbi Rucham of the Mir that he said that one time on Purim, he said to his Rebbe, Rabbi Saul Salanta, that if I would have your Midas, Rabbi Saul Salanta, the founder of the Muslim movement, and if I would have the heart of the Yisrael V'shoyish V'avoyda, for anyone that's learned that, the heart of the Yisrael V'shoyish V'avoyda, if I would have the head of the Shagis Aryeh, can you imagine my Avoyda Hashem? Zuk this Rebbe of Saul Salanta to his Talmud, no. Because if the Rebbe wanted to create you that way, he would have done, but he didn't. He created you in the way you needed to be created. And we have to realize that of ourselves, and we also have to realize that of our children. We have to. Because if we don't realize that our children were created in a specific way that they need to be for their avoida in this world, for their tachlis, then we are going to machanach them in the way we see fit without realizing what the child needs. And Rabbi said, the avoida, the work starts right now. The work starts now. The realization that every child is different. People have to realize this. I don't know how many times... I've, uh, you know, I don't like speaking about, you know, different, different specific examples, but like, one example I'll say, you know, that it, one thing that it just, it bothers me. What can I tell you? It really bothers me how like, in a certain place in the world, you know, they give tests and they give, um, you know, uh, marks and reports for the child, how the child's doing. So in one place, in this one specific report card, so one place in the world, there's, uh, the highest praise they give is like Reulishvach. Right? Reulishvach means like they're fitting for praise. They're only allowed to give, if I'm not mistaken, one or two. Can't remember. Right? Per report card. I get, I get the idea. It makes it special, whatever it is. But, you know, a person went to a PTA. A person I know well went to a PTA and the teacher started screaming at the parent saying, Oh, your child's not getting a hundred at every test. Means they're not studying so well. Means they're not doing so well in there. So the person who was sitting there, who I happen to know very well, said, I don't understand. You're not talking about my daughter's great midas. You're not talking about the fact that she does chesed. You're not talking about the fact that she tries. The only thing that bothers you is that she doesn't get a hundred on the test. That's what it's all about. Meaning that's where it's become that we have one mahalach, and if it doesn't fit in, it's terrible. Rabbi said, that's what the Torah is telling us. That's what the Torah is telling us. The Torah is telling us that every child is different, and we need to know this. If I can tell this to all the mahalachin in the world, and the people that have, you know, yeshivas, and, and basiakas and everything, I would, if I could. I don't think they can listen. But every child is different, and we need to know this. 
We need to know this because it's not a knowledge, it's a way of dealing with them. Every child needs to be dealt with differently. Every person in the world needs to be dealt with differently. And that, by the way, is us. To every person we talk to. Every person we deal with. Right now, Rabbi Shai, everyone in this room is preparing yourself to be Mechanech children because it's about you. The struggles that you go through now are going to help you be able to relate and help your children in their struggles. If you recognize that each one is unique, each one has their own mahalach, and each one needs their own situation. It's so, so crucial. Rabbi said, that's what the Torah is telling us over here. What is this? Zukrashi, this is the tipish. In Devarim, we have the Chocha, and the Torah talks to everyone. The Torah is for everyone. There is no one the Torah is not for. Everyone can feel the sweetness of Torah. Everyone can have a geschmack in Yiddishkeit. Everyone can have a geschmack in a tefillah, in a shmona esra, in an asher Everyone can have such a beautiful love of Shabbos Kodesh. Every single person can have so much connection to the Rabbi Nishroelam, can have amun in Hashem, betachin in Hashem, connection with the Rabbi Nishroelam. It's for everyone. Every single one. And that is what the Torah is telling us specifically in this week's parasha. And that's what it is. The Torah talks to all the sons, to every single one of them, because every single one of us is shayach to Torah, is shayach to the Rabbi Shalom, is shayach to a connection. And yes, sometimes it does seem a bit far, and sometimes it feels a bit distant, but that's because of the layers and the layers that we've built and put upon our neshama. But we can all get there. If we realize that we are different, and every one of us are different in our relationship with others, and the Mitzvah when we have children, we're going to be able to relate to them this idea that I love you for who you are because you're special for what you do. That's what we're trying to say. The idea that every child is different, have the realization that that is the way to bechanach your own children, and it starts right now inside yourself to realize who you are, what you can do, and what you can accomplish. And the Rabbanishim Shikalas all siyata dishmayim to be able to recover this within ourselves and be able to give this over to the next generation, which is what we've been discussing.